With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Now, 
What's left for John Cena? Of course, he's doing the Ferdinand. He's doing most of his time away from the WWE nowadays. Do you see another championship run in John Cena? Um, I think so. Uh, probably short term, though. Um, I think that they'll probably have him break the record at some point. You know, their mythical record um, and the 16 thing. So I think he'll probably get get it, but I think that they're trying to phase him out, and, and again, it's, you know, he's he's in and out and out so much that you don't get, like, long periods because he's always got other projects going. Yeah. So if he does if he does win it, I think he might do, like, a short-term thing, mm-hmm. um, win it at some point, but, um, I mean, as the guy carrying the company, I think that's, I, I that unless all of a sudden everything in Hollywood dries up, and that's looking like, like that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Now, there's some talks of him potentially read, uh, winning again the Royal Rumble for the third time, tying Austin for the record. What would be the point of doing that? If they're setting up um, AJ Styles and Cena for WrestleMania, Cena winning the Rumble would make sense. So I could, I could definitely see that as a, as a, you know, I mean, one of the stronger possibilities, really. But when, for so long uh, in the WWE, wasn't the Royal Rumble used as that catalyst to kind of boost that name that's kind of entering the threshold of main events or has been kind of collapsed in the main event for a while to give them that extra push and that extra motivation and that extra kind of uh, promotion to, to, to win or to be a part of the main event at WrestleMania? Seeing as at the point at this, uh, at this, at this time of his career – he can make an announcement that he'll be, he'll be in the Royal Rumble. Uh, he'll be in the main event at WrestleMania, and he will be. It just seems like that will snub someone else that could use that Royal Rumble victory as a part of their resume to bump them up to that main event level. Yeah, um, I mean, but there've been plenty, you know, like Hogan and Austin and those guys with, with you know won, and others have won when they were already top guys. But the, um, I mean, the real thing with with this year's Royal Rumble is. The winner would, would is going to be the guy who challenges for the title. So I think that it looks like it's going to be Roman Reigns and whoever challenges. If, if AJ's the champion, whoever was there to challenge AJ would be the other chance, you know, possibility of winning. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, if it comes down to Cena or Roman Reigns, um, you could go either way with it. Um, they got an elimination chamber for Raw, so I think that you could maybe do a thing where, um, you know, that the uh, the elimination chamber determines the the raw contender and Reigns can win that. Um, you know that's a possibility as well. Uh, the SmackDown is not doing it like that, so I think that the SmackDown brand probably will get the winner. That's what it feels like right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like because they'll have the, like you said, Raw has the Elimination Chamber. Now, of course, for SmackDown, there's been you know talk as far as Shinsuke Nakamura, but. Fastlane, Nationwide Arena, I'll actually be there. Uh, Columbus is my uh, my hometown. I'll be there uh, to witness the five, I think it was a four or five way they announced. Uh, yeah, five way. It's it's uh, AJ Styles with, uh, was it Shinsuke Nakamura, Owens, Zane, and who's the fifth? Orton, yeah. So does that kind of dilute 
uh, either you know all, any four of them winning the Royal Rumble because how would it make sense? Uh, you know, before we had that that one time where Orton, yeah, I think he used his spot to to face uh, uh, Randy Orton uh, at the pay per view before Mania years ago. But other than that, they've kind of tried to put filler feuds or kind of throwaway matches leading into WrestleMania. Being that, you know, with that being the final pay-per-view before Mania, it seems like that would maybe dilute any for them winning. I would agree that it dilutes it. I don't think that it makes it impossible because, you know, number one, they can change their mind. It always happens. Yeah. And number, you know, um, but yeah, I, I'll put it this way. If Nakamura wins the Royal Rumble, I'm just using it as a theoretical, I would not want to put him in a five-way before. I think that that dilutes the WrestleMania match. Right. You know, you want to keep those guys apart until Mania. So him being advertised makes me feel that it does lower his chances of winning. But like I said, um, I don't know how much everything is figured in right at this moment. And, you know, again, the one the one thing for sure is that some, you know usually at mania usually at mania the key stuff doesn't get changed but usually there's also one key thing you know that does mm-hmm. you know so yeah. so and I don't know what that will be so it's um yeah you know there's you know there's always um prize I mean who knows what, yeah. what um they could pull out although I don't know it's like you know I mean again like you know like Dave Batista could show up. And, sure. and, uh, and and win the thing, you know, and and you could have Dave Batista against AJ Styles, just and I'm just throwing that out, you know, mm-hmm. that's one of those things that no one really is thinking of right now. But there's always, you know, guys like that, and you know, who knows? Yeah, and of course, you know, they could they could alter the match, they could just make it a four way at Fastlane, and it'd be just exactly. as fine. Yeah, yeah, there wouldn't be any issue with that. So Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins won the tag team championships. Of course, uh, that was. Originally supposed to be Dean Ambrose as his partner. Now, was the championship uh, change going to happen regardless if it was Dean Ambrose, or was it just to spark things up for it being the Christmas episode and specifically Jason Jordan kind of giving him uh, that baby face role that they intended him to have? Well, I don't. I don't know the answer to that question. If Ambrose and I mean, I don't even think that they were going to do the you know, a title match necessarily on this show. Mm-hmm. I think that the idea is, is they had to get Jason Jordan up and running and, and change his career trajectory and, and his storyline right away. And also um, the way to do that, to make him, because, you know, again, they've been portraying him as this guy at a certain level, and now he's got to be a top guy. Just right. Because there's, there's a hole to fill. So I don't know if they would have done that um, with Ambrose and Rollins. My gut is that they did not have, and I think that it was something that was, as soon as I saw that they made that match, I was expecting the title to change because it made the most sense. Right. Whereas with Ambrose and Rollins, um, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if, uh, um, I think that the title in, in, that, in that situation, Sheamus and Starr could have had a longer run. How was the overall morale as far as what you've heard regarding the backstage being on Christmas? Because, you know, there were certain things like, you know, Goldust just having a regular pop-up backstage spot for a couple of minutes. 
uh, you know, the, the, the uh, Titus O'Neil, Paul Cruz, and, and, and Dana Brooke just kind of walking backstage. I think you had the revival on uh, main events, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, and so you had all of those, you know, people that – you know, you could have made, you could have done tapings, you could have done, you know, kind of B-roll, you know, segments, things like that. What is the kind of, as far as what you've heard, the overall morale uh, regarding, you know, flying to, you know, uh, to Chicago for Raw just to be kind of placed in those positions? It's the job. I, I didn't hear anything special. Um, I think a lot of the guys know that Christmas used to be a work day. I mean, it hasn't been for decades, but historically – and it's um, – I'm sure there were people who were unhappy to a point, but it's the job. And most of the guys, again, you know, it's, it's, it's part of the job is that you, you miss things, you know, like that. And, you know, I mean, in the cases, I mean, people don't realize, but it was actually Christmas Eve that these guys were flying in. Most of them didn't fly in Christmas Day because, you know, in the you – don't, you don't want to be – you don't want to take the chance. I mean, it's a 1 o'clock call usually, yeah. so you're not going to get there. So, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a drag, but – if you, again, what, what a lot of people don't realize is that in a lot of cases, when they would work December 26th, these guys were still having to fly out on Christmas Day. Yeah. They always, every year, work December 26th. So it's, I, I, I didn't hear anybody complaining, and nobody would publicly anyway, because you, you're not, it would look terrible for you to complain <laughs> about that. The company wouldn't look highly on it at all. But I, I think that you know, in, in most cases, you're going to go like, look, it's a job we signed up for, and, and uh, that's Part of the job is there's a lot of travel on on a lot of days that uh, other people don't travel. Yeah, that's a good point. So Finn Balor, uh, lately he's been just kind of inserted anywhere and everywhere, not finding any type of stable angle going on right now. There was some things with Kane initially for a first for a couple of weeks, but that kind of disappeared and now Kane's in the triple threat match at Royal Rumble with Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. It seems like there's nothing for Finn Balor right now. They keep billing him as the first ever universal champion to keep some credibility in his name. Where does his WrestleMania where does his WrestleMania path go? It seems like perhaps Kane they'll pick up that feud after the dust settles with the triple threat. It seems like that's the really only viable thing for him leading up to WrestleMania because I doubted he'd written the Royal Rumble. Yeah, um, I don't really. I mean, I think the Kane thing probably is at least a possibility because by that point, Kane and Strowman will, will have finished what they're doing. Right. And then maybe the idea is, is okay, he gets his revenge and Kane leaves, you know, because I think Kane's probably, if, you know, if Kane's going to be mayor, he's not going to be worth wrestling for WWE. Yeah. And even if, he, you know, so so I think that that's, you know, that's that's a that's a logical thing where you have the demon at, at WrestleMania because it's a big show and then he meets Kane. Um, right. Um, I don't, you know, like, not, look, look, there's nothing else, nothing else is into that right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And perhaps, uh, w- would you think that we could get? Okay, so with with Reigns, there's 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 perhaps you could have a, a title versus title match. I've heard that just kind of discussed with him and Lesnar, but that wouldn't really do much. And then and then you also have the opportunity of Samoa Joe down the line defeating Roman Reigns. And Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman have some unfinished business, so I think that would be a good marquee match uh, for Mania if you have that. Perhaps Joe and Strowman for their Intercontinental Championship. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. You know, get Strowman in a big match, because um, by the time Mania rolls around, I think Strowman and Kane would be done. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think Joe winning the title, you know, I, again, I don't think it serves Roman Reigns any purpose. Cause, cause, and the other, the other thing, too, though, the problem, the problem with Joe and Strowman, though, um, is that I, I think that you want to keep Joe strong, because... Because the thing that they got to build right now is um, contenders for Roman Reigns. That's what right. they got to get. Um, and uh, and Joe, can they keep Joe strong, uh, you know, through through Mania and 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 have Roman avoid beating Joe is kind of like the goal. So there's Roman and 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 Joe coming out of Mania as a big program. Mm-hmm. You know, well, well, I think I think with the heel though, I think with a really strong heel, they've been. They've been doing a pretty good job with Joe, and a lot of times you see, kind of like we saw with AJ Styles even as a babyface, he went right out of that U.S. title feud, even lost to Finn Balor, you know. And, and, and Cor- he lost that match to Corbin that I have no idea why. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> lost lost to, lost the match to Corbin, too, and was thrust into the world championship uh, picture and won. So there's always that opportunity for Joe, especially how his character is, very dominant character, easy for him to lose the Intercontinental Championship at Mania, kind of be thrust, you know, even the day after WrestleMania walkout with, uh, you know, uh, Roman Reigns. I think that's that's an easy transition to, to have with Joe. Yeah, but I think they you're, you're, they can do anything. Yeah. The thing is, I really think they need a really strong contender waiting for Reigns because they 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 need that. You don't you don't want Reigns to start. And I've seen too many times where a new babyface champion starts out with a weak heel, and it, then it it kind of like it they don't really ever get to the level as as, as hoped for. So I think yeah, and they they spent so many years waiting to. Give Reigns the big WrestleMania World Title win. Yeah, it's just somebody strong, and and I mean Strowman's really strong, but they just turned him. Right, they, could, they still could go back to Reigns and Strowman, but it's just been done so much. But you could, you know, you could still do that as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, usually May, June, and July are usually the, the probably the weakest season uh, of WWE when they're trying to rebound leading into the next year. Uh, so, you, I mean, you can really throw anything in there, you know, as far as plus, as far plus, as plus, 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 there's going to be guys switching brands, right? Sooner, yeah, sooner exactly. But I, yeah. but I don't know who on um, I don't know who on the SmackDown side that you would do the big. You know, I don't know. What about Orton Hill? What a heel Orton. Um, it's 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 that's certainly a possibility. I mean, Orton's better as a heel, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's new. They haven't, you know, Reigns and Orton haven't worked in a long, long time. So yeah, yeah that's I, that's a possibility. Yeah, he's, he's strong enough. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, lastly, let's talk about the women's uh, Royal Rumble. So uh, there's a lot of uh, speculation going on with uh, Ronda Rousey perhaps being a part of the card, a part of the Rumble, and even potentially winning the Royal Rumble uh, and going against uh, uh, Asuka is what they were thinking, is is what, uh, you know, has been speculated. Uh, But at at the same time, we saw yesterday the WWE is kind of tipping their hat with Asuka, the few that she's having with uh, potentially uh, Alexa Bliss. It seems like they may... Uh, have Asuka win and kind of have that big money match and that money chase 
between you know the, the traditional chase between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, uh, and then and if, you know if that could happen. Uh, and then if you have Rousey win, perhaps you can even have her against uh, Charlotte uh, for that uh, big SmackDown Live match. Um, there's, yeah, I, I, there's, 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 a, it, 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 there's a lot of different ways that you could go. I um, I was a little bit surprised that they put Asuka in the Rumble because I thought that they would get the title on Asuka um, first. <laughs> but, you know, there's, but that would only that would only be if they were doing Asuka and Rousey. Uh, that would be the only way you would do that. Um, and I don't know that, you know, they may want Rousey's first match against somebody who's not Asuka and build to Asuka and Rousey like down the line. Yeah. I mean, so um, I, I really don't know the, on the women's side exactly where they're going. So um, there's just a lot of different, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, there's 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 a lot of different possibilities that you got, but it felt like you know strongly that they're going with Asuka and Bliss. Uh, but yeah, if you remember they were spending months building up um, Nia Jax and Bliss and never got there. That's true. So they they changed their minds on on that. Uh, you know that stuff very often. The horsewoman angle as well. It seems like that's a that's an angle. Looks like it's feels like it's dead. Yeah, yeah. and that was yeah. that was you know planned. Yeah. So, um, you know Rousey. You know it's it's Rousey's got a lot of scheduling issues too. You know because she's you know her priority is not WWE. Her priority is is movies. Right. Um, however many she's going to get, what her career is going to turn into. But she is filming one now, and that's going to take precedence. So they've got to work around that. That's true. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure, Dave. Of course, uh, let the listeners know where they can find you on social media, and of course, you got a big newsletter coming up with uh, Russell Kingdom coverage. Yeah, well, yeah, I've got a history of uh, New Japan Tokyo Dome coming out on Wednesday, um, and uh, year in review issue as well. So it's a pretty big issue, yeah. So you can go to www.wrestlingobserver.com. That you know that you can subscribe to that. Brian Alvarez and I do usually about four podcasts a week, sometimes five. We, we have interviews with big stars. We got an interview with Omega coming up Thursday. Um, so yeah, there's tons of stuff on the on the website. Um, so you can always go there. Yeah. Awesome. Been a pleasure, Dave. I really appreciate you spending uh, episode 300 with me. Okay, cool. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bring what you got. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. Four corners. Three. Our mind. Let's go. The whole squad is making it clear we taking this year. You know who we are, but you don't know why we here. So this is where the big boys play. These big boys play like who defies the living God. Get out the big boys' way. Outsiders with the swoop in. We live as kings. You see in us, but our third man waits in the wings. And when the time is right, we shock him with the proper attack. I go for dolo, but ain't solo. Cut the promo in black. Hollywood, Hendrix, Prizzle, pinning them to the max. I'm Das Wonderkin with the strength of a hundred men. With one intent to see the will fulfilled of the one who sent his son to give himself. But you rap about your gas and your rags torture. White coffins when I drop a bomb. My mic's awesome. Never lost faith. You in all space. You can all skate, suffer, but never cripple. No bin walls in my cross face. From here to Saturday, raving, anticipating. I was frostbit, now I am glacier. Mixed with some Vader. Get to hawking with these animals using 
God for my defense in Alabama. We jamming. That's beautiful. Bobby E and me and Priest. We the dangerous alliance. Nah, the Harlem Heat. Tie the do-rag before we do battle. You're talking shit. You are what you speak. This too sweet. Till the number is took back. We repping that work pack. The foundation shaking. No mistaking. Yeah, we shook that. Trusting God we trust. Pushing forward. Never look back. Meekness ain't at all weakness. Some people mistook that. Stamping out this crook rap. He turning the power on, on the razor's edge, leg drop after a power bomb, tired of the lies, man, we bringing the truth through, diligent and fruitful, the owners in our group too, it's good to be king, sold out this war is brutal, we playing them war games, our army go move too, you too, I'm in the raptors, with a bat in my hand, and stand to shatter all your plans so they don't matter, in the grand scheme, it's that easy, we tag teaming, sign the brothers, we love it, demand the win, establish it, this the class of the champions. <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? We ain't here to play. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 300 already kicking off to a wonderful start. Dave Meltzer in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for uh, spending your time, Dave, to be on the show tonight. I'm sure that uh, you had much more other things to do. Uh, in your busy, busy world of uh, wrestling journalism, but uh, you decided to join the Pancakes and Power Slam show, episode 300 tonight. So thank you so much, Dave Meltzer. We've got so much going on today. We've got a fun, 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 fun episode. We've got a bunch of trivia, and we've got the year-end awards. We've got the Pancakes and Power Slam show, year-end awards. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to give you the category, your input on it as well. I'm going to give you the category, and we're going to have Evan uh, Tech Proud, who's coming on the show here in a moment, uh, also give us his thoughts on who he feels that uh, is uh, best suited for the uh, for the, the the category to win. And then we're going to do a drum roll, and then we're going to reveal from an envelope the winners of each and every uh, category. So we're going to have so much, so much, so much fun on the show, uh, as Booker G would say, tonight. It's going to be very fun. So without further ado, we got such a power-packed, action-packed show. Let's bring on the co-host with the most, Evan Tech Proud. How are you doing? Doing all right, man. It's been an honor to make it to 300 with you. Yes. That's so good. Three, we, had, we had Uncle Dave. Yeah, Uncle well, Dave what on was the show. That? Good to hear. We had Uncle yes. Dave on the show. Yes. <clears throat> Dave Meltzer on the show. What an honor. Um. <laughs> Bill says we need a newer version of DX or NWO listening to that music there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. That, that um, stable music yeah, I mean, I, is yeah. the NWO. Yeah, it was good while it lasted. <laughs> it was good while it lasted, but uh, definitely not um, something that should be revived. I definitely don't want to see the NWO back Um uh, in my in my television screen, as far as the newer version is concerned, so we're gonna have some fun. Before that, let me get, do some uh, some quick promo. There's the hashtags to follow. 
at Chris Prolific, at Crave Wrestling, at Chris Prolific, at Crave Wrestling. Those are the hashtags to follow for wrestling news. Just got a, I got an exclusive uh, talk to a representative of someone today. And uh, I, uh, yeah, I got an exclusive. I'm going to break uh, most likely on wrestling rumors. Um, <clears throat> I got an inside scoop talking to a uh, someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone who <laughs> uh, is going to, um, yeah, uh, is going to uh, be at the Raw 25th anniversary. So, um <clears throat> Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. I shall be there. Uh, I got a bunch of. I shall, yeah, I bunch. shall be there. See, Go ahead. Just breaking these. Uh, I'll be there as well. To get seats to World 25th. Now, are you going to be at Barclays or Manhattan? Uh, this, I'm going to be well, the 20th anniversary is happening at Manhattan, correct? Uh, they're doing it both. They're doing it at Barclays, in the, uh, Barclays Center and the Manhattan Center. Oh, they're doing the uh, they doing uh with two shows in one. Yeah, they're uh, two different locations. Okay. Okay, I think we'll be at the Barclays one, if I'm right. Okay. Yeah, that's the newer newer venue. Uh, Manhattan was the <laughs> the old old school venue where they had the raw uh, <laughs> on their entrance ramp. Yeah. Of the raw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Dean. Yes. You can, absolutely. Actually, you know what, Dean? This is what we'll do. Uh, Dean asks, with your permission, can I post my wrestling company page in the comments, please? This is what we'll do, Dean. You can do that if you answer. <laughs> How about that? That's a uh, Jeff Jarrett type thing right there. If you answer this trivia question, Dean. Oh. Dean, you are on the hot spot. Here it is. First trivia question of the night goes to Dean. What number was Shawn Michaels upon entering the 1996 Royal Rumble? What number was Shawn Michaels upon entering the 1996 Royal Rumble? Of course, he won that year and the year before as well. Hopefully that wasn't one of my trivia questions, but I don't think so. So, what, so Dean, what number was Shawn Michaels? And if you get it right, you get to plug your wrestling company. On the uh, on the comments page without, without it being deleted. Yes, um, we got a bunch of uh, attempts. We got twenty. We got one. Uh, none of those are correct, unfortunately. So, Dean, you've got the hot spot, man. Um, number one. Nope, nope. I said nineteen ninety six. I think all of you are thinking the ninety five Royal Rumble, which you would be correct, but that is incorrect. He uh, he was not number one uh, in the 1996 Royal Rumble that he won. He was he was not. He was not seven. He was not 28. He was not two. He was not 30. He was not 12. We're just getting a bunch of wrong answers here. So already on the 300th episode of the Pancakes Power Sim Show, you gotta get a. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> all of those are the wrong answers. Um. 17, no. So, Dean, you're on the hot spot. Uh, you're getting a bunch of help, but they're all wrong answers, though. So, 10, no. 21, no. <laughs> 27, no. 
You've got a bunch of no. uh, attempts by a lot no. of people. Uh, I do see a right answer now, Dean. So um, there's your there's your chance. There's your chance to, uh, to 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 say I do see a right answer now. So uh, <laughs> you have to go into all of those uh, answers. Listen to what I said. And uh, hopefully you can get the right answer. If you get the right answer, you get to plug your show. Uh, you've got uh, 30 seconds to uh, give an answer. Uh, uh, um, otherwise, I'll go ahead and say the right answer. So there we go. We got headlines. We got Royal Rumble. We got um, oh yes, so much other stuff tonight. This is the 300th so episode. Much. Evan, how long have you been with? How long yeah. have you been with the Pancakes of Power Slam show? Oh man, I think did it reach a year yet? I think I think we've I think we've reached over a year. I think about it. I think so. This time last go. year, I believe. Of course, I've been yeah, supporting the show longer than I got to go to my arsenal and um, my repertoire. You know what I had? Uh, what's that? Yeah, I think um yeah I think I've reached over a year. Nice. Awesome. So a year is fifty two weeks, so you've been over so you've been over a quarter of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. That's really cool. Um, what an honor. So actually what like a sixth really. Um <laughs> but it's it's cool. Uh <laughs> we we were uh we were friends before the pancake before that year you became a mainstay uh co host for that long. So um, yes. so yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. Uh, it may have been over a year because you have to think that Mania was you know what, April. Yeah. that was almost nine months ago. So you're right; um, it has been over a year. Yeah, it might have been over a year. But uh, let's see. All right, so Dean. Uh, nope, he said eleven. No, I'm sorry, Dean. That is the uh, okay. No, okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, Dean. I'm a guy of second chances, and uh, because my life is a second chance. Um, so the correct answer, Rolando, I see you cheated. And Antoine, I see you. Uh, well, I, I guess you guys gave him <laughs> the answer, but it's cool. Here it is. 18 is the correct answer, Dean. So, uh, so go ahead, man. Go ahead, go ahead and plug your uh, your wrestling company on the uh, chat room on on the uh, on the live stream right there for a lot of people to listen to to look at and uh, see where they can find you. You know, all you know, it, you talk about SmackDown Live being the land of opportunity. The Pancakes and Power Slam show, ladies and gentlemen, is the land of opportunity. Here's the next trivia question. Who defeated Razor Ramon to win the Intercontinental Championship at Royal Rumble 1996? Who defeated Razor Ramon to win the Intercontinental Championship at Royal Rumble 2000 and 1996, I should say. 1996 World Rumble. Who defeated Razor Ramon? 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we had a bunch of uh, wrong. Um, uh, whoa. Hey, Chris, good job, man. That was really quick. Gold dust. Gold dust is oh. the correct answer. Gold dust, 1996. Uh, let's do another trivia question before we get to headlines. Might as well. Here we go. Bret Hart versus Blank ended in a no DQ at the 1996 Royal Rumble. Bret Hart vs. Blank ended in a no DQ at the 1996 Royal Rumble. So far, so good. Other than the uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, other than the um, Shawn Michaels um, at number 18. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Diesel, one, two, three, kid, no. No, 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 no. I uh, Chris said I told you I know my wrestling. Yes, I I can see. So there's a there's a question on deck. Um, Bret Hart versus Blank ended up in DQ 1996 for Royal Rumble. Ladies and gentlemen, so without further ado, you know what time it is. It is time for the headlines. Here we go. <laughs> So Kane admits that the Royal Rumble could be his last match, his last main event match. Um, Before we get to there, we got Jack with the correct answer. We have William with the correct answer. Jack said he was there in Fresno. That's really cool. Um, Yeah, so we have two of the right answers, which is The Undertaker. Good job. Good job. We got plenty more trivia coming up. And we got the year end awards. So stay tuned for the end of the show with the end of year end awards. I've got envelopes full of categories and full of the category winners. So we've got a bunch of categories. See all these envelopes? A bunch of categories and the winners of the categories. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up an envelope with the category, the Pancakes and Power Slams year end awards. And you're going to give me your thoughts on the cat on the uh, the category or the uh, the the the, uh, um, the topic, the title, the um, yeah, the award. Uh, give us your thoughts before I read the winner, and that's how we're going to handle the uh, year-end awards for 2017. When the Pancakes and Power Sam show is going to be much much fun. So Kane, so Kane, 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 he's uh, kind of been uh, in and out. He's uh, wanting to be mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, and that is in May. Uh, speaking of May, uh, I was thinking uh, Tom Pritchard gave uh, Kane a shout-out, and uh, knowing it is my 300th episode, there are a few past guests that also gave me shout-outs uh, for tonight. Yes. One of them was uh, Dr. Tom Pritchard, who's been on my show twice. Great guy. Um, Great guy. And, and Tom says, uh, thanks for having me on. Continued success. That is what he texted me. Uh, so thank you so much, Dr. Tom Pritchard. Also, um, <clears throat> more shout-outs uh, throughout the rest of the night. Um 
I'm going to read more text as the night progresses. Uh, hopefully someone reminds me <laughs> because, uh, yeah. Um, what else we got? Uh, Jason Jordan. Do I think NXT will invade WWE one day? Hmm. Mm. I don't think so. I think they want to keep that in a separate entity. They don't want to really uh, mesh NXT too much with WWE because it's definitely the brainchild of Triple H, and they don't want to um, take it away from its uh, kind of unique developmental status. And so they'll they'll keep it they'll keep it that way. So Kane is uh, pretty much. Pretty much done. Chris says, uh, Kane, if Kane leaves, he won't be upset. Kane is 50 years old, um, <clears throat> former one uh, one night only. And I'm not talking about the ECW pay-per-view. One night only WWE champion. Um, <clears throat> had a longer world heavyweight championship run. Was Intercontinental champion before, I believe. He lost to the Triple H in the unification match. I believe that was a no mercy, if I'm not mistaken. Um yeah, well, any other accolades? Yeah, you want? Yeah, no mercy. I don't know. I think it was nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two. That was O two. It was O two. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see, unification. Uh, was it O two? Yeah, it was a unification match. Same, yeah. Same pay per view that uh, Taker for Brock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Taker Brock. Yeah. So they did a unification match. They actually tried to nix the Intercontinental title <laughs> for for a hiccup and realize how stupid of an idea that was. As Randy Orton would say, the Kofi Kingston type of idea that was to not have a secondary championship and. um yeah, I don't know who thought of that idea. As a matter of fact, I need to. I want to find that out one day. Who came up with the idea to nix a secondary championship in the WWE after? Um, was seventy five was Intercontinental Champion. That was two thousand and two. So you're talking yeah. nearly thirty years. Um, yeah. So 2002, 2005 would have made it uh, 30 years. So, yeah, 27 years of, um, yeah, of, of a title that's been there for that long, and you're just going to nix it. That was a, just a bad idea. But Kane, uh, he was a part of that history-making night. But, you know, Hall of Fame career, no doubt. I think the face heel turns really uh, hurt Kane, just going back and forth yeah. and not really having a solid foundation. Um, but, of yeah. course, you know, he's going to be a part of a Royal Rumble pay-per-view. And that's some, that's some statistics that I need to look at. You know, who was, a, who was the oldest person in a Royal Rumble main event? Um, I'm going to look at that. I'm going to see. I think Kane may be up there, if not the oldest. I mean, 50 year, I mean he is 50. A 50-year-old main eventer of the Universal Championship. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, Brett was Brett got as yeah, far as uh, late 30s. No, Brett's uh, Brett was so so. His his last Royal Rumble was what 97. Um, yeah. I think he was born in he was born in 57, if I'm not mistaken, Bret Hart. Um, so that would have made him forty. 
Yeah. Well, it made him, his birthday is July, so that would have made him 39, I believe. Yeah, he's born in 57. What about, what about the, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think Kane is the oldest, no, the eldest. Is Kane, is Kane actually the oldest? Um, okay, so Jeff says Ric Flair, um, so the only main event, I don't think he's been a, has Ric Flair, was Ric Flair ever part of a world title? No, because he was there in 92 and 93, and he was, he was in the Royal Rumble both times, so he's never been a part of the world title. And all the other, um, all the other events, Flair's wrestled at the Rumble, he never was main event, either he was in an actual match, or he had a match by himself. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think that uh, I think that Kane might have broke the record. I think Kane may be the oldest person uh, who's main evented, who's had a, who's been a part of a world title main event. Now you can say Flair for '92, but even then, he wasn't 50. So um, yeah, I think Kane might be it. So congratulations to Kane. Uh, I have to get that confirmed, but uh, right now the Kane is unofficially the oldest person who's ever main evented. A WrestleMania for a world championship. So <clears throat> there's a, <laughs> that's another part of his something else he can put on his resume. He's like I said, he's got a Hall of Fame career. Uh, I think at this point, you know, he he looks uh, he looks much different <laughs> shape wise. You could tell that uh, he's not necessarily concerned about ring shape nowadays at 50 years old. Still, you know, still solid in the ring. He's always been solid in the ring, uh, and I think. You know, I, I was surprised. You know, at this point, to say that Kane is main eventing a Royal Rumble at 50, I mean, that's big in and of itself. <clears throat> of course, there's no chance uh, that uh, Kane would be running. <laughs> uh, the, uh, he's basically the fall guy because they don't want to do Strowman Lesnar one-on-one again. But, you know, Hall of Fame, you know, why not retire? Um you know, like I, like Dave Meltzer and yeah. I were talking about at the uh, at the beginning of the show. I think that it would be best if he does compete against Finn Balor, and I would be even cool if it was like a retirement match. You know, keep Kane heel. Demon against um, it, him against the big Balor. Rip machine. No demon. He's not yeah. even a demon so, anymore. He's just a big rip machine. Well, well, put put Balor in the demon character. Uh, leading into WrestleMania. So if they do Balor versus Kane, and perhaps, you know, Kane, you know, put his career on the line or something like that, I think that would be a good send-off for Kane because I really don't see any type of, like, send-off angle for Kane. I think the best bet for him is to be a part of uh, WrestleMania against Finn Balor, and and that's really about it. Other than, other than that, I don't really see much from Kane. We can't get man versus man match. Can can we get that match? The match that was supposed to happen between Finn and Bray Wyatt. Man versus man. Man versus man. Uh, yeah, that was terrible. Uh, Antoine says he did full time almost longer than Taker. Hmm. Let's see. So he was uh, okay. So as Kane, it was ninety seven. Isaac Yankum was ninety uh, ninety five. Fake Diesel. Was around, I think it was the same year, 95, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, 96 was Diesel. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was Z- Diesel uh, after Yankum, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so Diesel after Yankum and then Kane. Then fake Diesel and Kane. Um, <clears throat> so 22 years for Kane. And, yeah, that's a good point because Taker really hasn't done full time. Well, Antoine, you, you said almost longer. It's probably altogether longer. maybe longer because triple because because uh, the Undertaker debuted in ninety and he hasn't been full time since what probably two thousand ten eleven yeah um yeah twenty uh, twenty five was uh, two thousand nine. 26 was, uh, no, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2009 was 25. 26 was 2010. Yeah. Don't forget, too. Remember, 99, he was, remember, also, too, um, yeah, good point you made, um, good point, fam, because remember, 99 as well. Well, remember, 97, when he was kind of becoming shoot taker, like right around when he was wearing makeup. He kind of was showing his mm-hmm. regular face. He didn't wrestle much then. 99 during the That's ministry, true. he went against seven months. He didn't wrestle then, too, because he was still healing from injury. Then he disappeared yeah. in 2001. Came, well, I'm sorry. He disappeared in 2000. Came back in 2000 with the whole American bad butt kind of thing. Yeah. He had old one mm-hmm. with super flair. Then he kind of disappeared again. So, really, after old one or two, it was a good year. He kind of was in and out, in and out. Then he was full time. But then, like you said about 2010, that's when you start hearing things. Michael Cole, well, not Ray Prince, but the Undertaker on SmackDown. That, that, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good, so good Mark point. says Flair. Uh, Mark says Flair 2007. Uh, it was 50 years, 57 years old. So let's uh, let's confirm that. Um, no. <laughs> the uh, the WWE Championship match was John Cena versus Umaga. So he's never he's, which was which was a good match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Match. Umaga he was always a very solid wrestler. Always a very very solid yeah. wrestler. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember call you got remember callers when uh, listeners and all on the live chat. When we mentioned Kane being the oldest to main event the Rumbles, we're talking about the oldest participant in WWE that wrestled in the main event that night, not the actual right. Royal match. Because right. remember, the Royal match didn't always right. main event the show. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, Harley Race, Hexar Jim Duggan, Bill Eady, Tim Tenru, not that great 95 Rumble. <laughs> yeah, plenty. Um, DDP was uh, almost sixty. Oh um, uh, yeah, good old brother. A couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, Kane has a story career. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. I think there's no there. Um, you know, uh, 2017 is most likely his last year. Yeah, I think you know. You gotta give Kane his credit. Is if you look at Kane when there was stuff gotta be Kane, stuff gotta be Kane. He was all big and the mask and and that 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 horrible fireworks that puff. Um, 
look at how Cain has evolved. I know we always talk about the goats for me and you try to stone this thing. Look at how much thing evolved over the years. Uh look at Muda, yeah. you know, look at Jericho, um, you know, DDP, look at those who evolved over the years and came from Death Gotta Be Cain in ninety seven Bad Blood to even now, twenty plus years later, Cain has looked different. Um Shout out to a good buddy of mine, Comey, is uh he always mentioned and said the older the, the older Kane has got and the further Kane has got, the less the the more his mask started to go away. Which is true. If you notice Kane's mask was full, as he evolved, he started seeing little by little he saw more of his face the way his mask kinda of went away. But um you know, Kane's yeah. a Hall of Fame he's been he's been dirty be champ once, he's been world champ, be uh, even the platinum E C W champ. Uh, his own every time. Oh. Yuck! <laughs> you know he he didn't hey. have the platinum championship. He actually had the one before that because uh, him and, I think uh, him and but he beat Chavo. He, Chavo still he had beat Chavo. The, the old oh yeah, that's right. Platinum championship. Yeah, Mark Henry, Matt Hardy, Mark Henry. Oh, Christian, yeah. Jack Swagger. Yeah, all of them were platinum champions. Yeah, well, Kane ducked that one. We we will not. We not. We will. We will not. Mentioned the worst angle Kane has been in, uh, but uh, besides that, Kane's been solid. Uh, don't say, right don't say the or uh, yeah, we or, won't say uh, that. Katie Vick. Yeah, <clears throat> listen, that Katie Vick, vegetative state. <laughs> you know, he set Jim Ross on fire. Uh, you know, oh. the cameraman on Kane. Uh, you gotta love that. You gotta, with, you, with you the, gotta love with the dubbing sounds. The dubbing dub <laughs> sound right. They never leave it. But I, you gotta love Kane, man. Kane, Kane is a Hall of Famer. He, he's, uh, you know, he owns, you know, gets financial background. Him and his wife, and he's about to be in politics. Mm-hmm. Give, give it off for him. Kane definitely deserves it. Sadly, mm-hmm. he won't be the, the the headliner of whatever Hall of Fame nope. class he he gets in. Maybe, maybe him and Big Show could go on together. Big Show was on on that cuff too. You know, the Twilight yeah. career has been been going on for six years, but. They're still remarkable names. They're around to help. You know, King did give a shout-out to Strowman and said he had a great future. You got to give it up to legends who passed their prime, still there to kind of teach the younger ones, you know, how yeah. to go. I agree. Good point. He's still trying to uh, Yeah. Antoine says, uh, Kane find, uh find ways to stay relevant, though. Um, In a way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in Corporate a way. Kane. I, I think yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say corporate Kane was a bust. It was a bust. It was a uh, it was real bad. Um Chris says uh Kane should have won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Um I th- I think Braun no. Strowman should have won that one. Uh Mojo Raw, we were there. Yeah. Him and I were both there. And yeah. we were we were like crowd just was like in awe when Braun Strowman was eliminated because a lot of people thought that Strowman was going to be the one who actually won the match. And and when it got down to like gender and mojo, we were like, oh, this is a bad start (laughs) to WrestleMania. Um, And the crowd just wasn't, uh, I mean, toward the end when Gronk came in and all that, um, you know, it was okay, but it uh it wasn't very good. Um Corporate Kane was like Taker uh a, the ABA character. I think ABA Taker was 
it was an interesting change in his career. Um, it was it was an interesting change. I don't know if I endorse it fully, um, but it made the taker when he debut when he returned. I think it was I think it was WrestleMania twenty that he that he returned as uh, Dark. Um, you know, yeah. uh, the the dark side taker with uh, against Kane. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, so it made that kind of more special. So I guess I guess in comparison to um, dark side taker compared to ABA taker, ABA taker made dark side taker return better quickly. But, yeah. You know, I feel uh, about ABA uh, ticker. I mean, I like I, the I You're feel, Gonna Pay song. That was kind of cool, but yeah. Other than I, that. I like the instrumental. Shout out to shout out to my mother. Um, yeah, my mom, my, my late mother, real color mama tech. Um, when Undertaker came up with that theme song, and <laughs> I'm not going to say the specific word using an adjective, but uh, my mom didn't like that theme that You're Gonna Pay. Uh, she didn't like the instrumental. She said it was. Uh, she did not like it at all. It just sound wax. She was like, I'm gonna take some mm-hmm. words with that theme. And right when the words came came out, she she liked it. A- a- ABA took it was, you know, Kid Rock and uh, take it was hot. You know, I'm like that man wore it's August and it's hot. That man had a trench coat, a bandana, a <laughs> denim shirt, a <laughs> denim pants. Yeah, I think it was so confused. His wardrobe was so confused then, but um. I didn't my, like the rolling either. I didn't like the kid rock. Uh, yeah. Rolling. Yeah. I just used to like the, the little the little kid argue scared. He's here. You know the yeah the, yeah, yeah. The ABA thing. That that was yeah. cool. But and my favorite taker of all time is uh like I said the the book of red dead man ink when he dyed his hair red he cut it short and he was a heel when you know he feeded with take or with flare and and RVD. Um, yeah, that was going uh, to pay. Uh, that was going to pay, uh, yeah. In, in that, the yeah. very short two weeks when Heyman had control taken, when he had the short haircut, but at the main yeah. 20, you remember that? That was my favorite take. Yeah. But, um, it's, uh, in the ministry. No, no, no. I was a big fan of ministry taker. No way. That was the best looking take. Um, I'm sorry. That was the best. No. The, 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 character wise, as far as aesthetics. That taker, just his his presentation, uh, he he was great. Psychologically, I can go on one account. I can't say who he works at WWE now. Psychologically, taker was not at his best on that time. But just the aesthetics yeah. and and far as how he looks, far as the presentation and character, Ministry Taker, yeah, that's one of the best looking takers. And it wasn't the best in the ring, but the best yeah. looking taker. Yeah, I can see that. Um now he just wears <laughs> black leather pants and a and a tank top, uh and a single, yeah. you know, top. Yeah, the, and, the, and, the, and beater. <laughs> the demon the, the demon beater. <laughs> the under beater. Um yeah, the, the under beater. Uh, <laughs> that's what he uh, that's what he wears, but yeah, I mean, I did like the 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 gear, um, but other than that, it was like, yeah. Um, uh, shout out to Mark. He says ABA Taker still kept his streak alive in Mania. That's a really, <laughs> that's a really good point, man. I guess uh, you know, as a matter of fact, 
<laughs> you, uh, Mark, uh, you, you will you you'll get one of these for that. That was that was hey, uh, absolutely. I got I got, uh, good I got something for Mark. If I could throw in the trivia for Mark, anybody, what WrestleMania was the first WrestleMania when he actually started mentioning the streak? Mm. The first Did WrestleMania where the streak was. When he mentioned the streak. I think I, I think I remember it. I think I remember the first uh, the, the match that I remember. I'll say it uh, here in a moment, but uh, that's a good uh, question on deck. Um, uh, Evan asks, what was the first WrestleMania that the streak was mentioned? All right, so real, real quick, let's get into uh, this MMA versus uh, – WWE versus MMA, as uh, Dave and I talked about at the beginning of the show. Looks like it's a no-go. I think it, I, I actually preferred it. I think it would have been good uh, to allow those four women in the WWE. I, I think that it would have been better if there was like – if a non, um, you know, four horse woman would have won the uh, SmackDown Live Women's Championship, kind of break those four away, uh, and yeah. kind of lead them into WrestleMania against the MMA horsewoman, and because you at that time you'll give a bunch of you you get a you'll give a bunch of women a spot instead of having the Miss WrestleMania Santina at WrestleMania 25, which. Which is funny because I put this on my Cray Wrestling Facebook page. I I put the picture of the Miss WrestleMania, and you know Stephanie McMahon made the big old announcement that the you know women's battle royal is revolutionary and so forth. And I was just thinking in my head, you had a women's battle royal at WrestleMania 25. It was it was I think it was 20 women. It was a battle royal. I mean, of course, you didn't do the countdown and, and the entrance music and all that. They all came out to Kid Rock. Especially Kid Rock. They came out yeah. to Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's that was a a women's battle royal. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, <laughs> WrestleMania is a bigger pay per view than Royal Rumble. So wouldn't that be a kind of a milestone moment? Well, I thought about that when Steph McMahon came, uh, made that announcement. But you know. At the same time, it goes back to uh, we're supposed to forget the, the, that the Undertaker fought uh, Triple H at WrestleMania 17. So I, it goes back, you know, to there's things that we're supposed to be forgetting. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, like you said, I, I was looking forward to that, but they, they etched it out, and you know, it could have been something. Like I said, the, the women's revolution uh, definitely needs a, a facelift. It needs a spark. And that, that would have been something that really could have helped them cause they had a spark with uh, Ronda Rousey and uh, I'm not sure what the other ladies' names you know their faces. But uh, that definitely would have added spark and, and added some luster and some shine back to the women's division. But they decided yeah. not to go with it uh, for whatever reasons could have been Contractual, could have been scheduling, it could be this. Because uh, you gotta when you have you bring somebody in the outside into the WWE, they gotta get trained on how to work. And everyone coming from the MMA is not necessarily trained; they could really work safe. So, um, yeah. yeah, all of them were in the. Uh, all of them were in the performance center for a while, but two of them dropped out. So, I mean, not necessarily uh, yeah. dropped out, but they just stopped training. So. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not quite sure about the that. Got a bunch of uh, answers for you, Evan. We got 13. We got 24. We got 10, 17, 18. Is one of them the correct answer? Yes. Which the answer is, is A is technically 18. You remember when he wrestled with remember he wrestled with Triple H in WrestleMania 17. He mentioned nothing about the streak. Um, he kind of hinted it, but he really didn't make it a, a prominent um, selling point. When he went against Flair, which is one of my top four taking matches of all times, notice after he beat Flair, Jermaine's kept emphasizing take his undefeated at Mania. Right? Yeah, he was 10. He was 10. And once he defeated Flair, he stood on the apron and he put his hands up and he went to, what was that, 10-0, yeah, right. I think it was? He did 10-0. He did one of these. I'm doing the video cast here. He did one of these things and did the whole, right. the, the 10, 10 and 0 thing, yeah. So that yeah. is whoever so 18 got it right. Yeah, and then there, you know. Shout Absolutely. out to Christopher. A lot of Christopher's in the world. Indeed, including myself. Uh, here's the uh, here's the next <laughs> trivia question, ladies and gentlemen. Who did Shawn Michaels last eliminate to win the 1995 Royal Rumble? Who did Shawn Michaels eliminate to win the 1995 Royal Rumble? All right, let's get to these headlines. We're really excited about the uh, the year end awards. It's going to be really fun. So. Uh, prayers go out. To, we're going to have a serious prayer request again this week. Uh, prayer request goes out to uh, Jeff Jarrett returning returning home from yes. rehab. That's really really cool to hear. Um, yeah. uh, Karen posted a uh, a pic uh, of him in in her uh, cuddling. It's so cute. <laughs> it, was, it was so cute. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was it was it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely think that uh, um, you know will, one of the things that uh, that there's a there's a long ways to go. I've known people who you know have been um, who who's went that path and uh, needed some treatment, and, and yeah. there's definitely a long way to go. But uh, it's, a, it's a step in the right direction, and I'm definitely uh, you know my biggest thing. I'm about to become a doctor in psychology. So I study this stuff all the time. Look at hours and hours upon footage and and articles. Yeah. Uh, the, someone who's about to become a doctor in psychology, my advice is uh, uh, to get some good support, some good godly support, uh, and and that will be a really, really, really good way uh, to really um, kind of help um, help that help. Uh, that urge, um, quench that urge. Um, uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, Jared to aims in the right direction and looks at things yeah. and realize that, uh, alcohol isn't the way to go. So, uh, I know that not, pro wrestling business can offer some really, really tough times, especially being, um, uh, an executive for a long time with, with, uh, TNA, Leaving, starting GFW, trying to get that off the ground, having deals that didn't go through with within television, kind of you know <clears throat> reconnecting with Impact at the time uh, that didn't last long. Coming back, uh, you know, to to kind of rebrand to his GFW that didn't last long. So 
There's so many just emotional pulls that someone can get from being in the pro wrestling business as an executive, and it really takes a lot of um, prayer and, uh, yeah. and good support uh, to, to to really sustain all the the pressure that comes with it. I'll um I'll say this is this to the 300 show. I never said this publicly on on your show ever on mine. Uh, that that is the path that I, I had battled with a few years ago with my smiles. Uh, we we knew each other, uh, Chris. My grandfather passed away. You remember? Um, and um, mm-hmm. that is, that is that is not the way to go. I I didn't get to the point where I needed to go to any rehab way a, but you know I had a couple of my days and like I said, you, you, anyone that has help and anybody that's listening and may be battling with that secret release, uh, I just say if. if the first thing about help is admitting that you need help or just admitting that I'm having a problem or struggling. Because, <clears throat> trust me, I know people went down that path through alcohol, through drugs, anything else. Once you wake up, your problems are still there. <laughs> so, um, because I, I'm, I'm actual witness to that, that, you know, there's something I've been delivered from. And like I said, it was no, nowhere on, on the level of Jared. And I'm, I'm a good personal friends with Jeff. He's been on my show three or four times. I've felt him off air. I've, I've seen him at shows, as you know, Chris, um, and, and, you know, even text him just, you know, for a prayer. But, um, yeah, if you find yourself going down that road, that's not the answer. Ask for help. There's hotlines. There's websites. Uh, I got through it through, you know, prayer, through my church family, through, you know, my girlfriend yeah. and my daughter, and through my close friends, even my friends in the business, you know, even, even to you, uh, you know, Chris something like pray for me. You didn't know why a couple of years ago that was why, but um, glad that he's better. You know, glad that that he's better, and we just pray that he stays stays on the street path. Absolutely, well said. Absolutely, the British Bulldog. The British Bulldog is the correct answer. Um, uh, let's see, Kane. So Jordy is uh, asking a question. Name Kane's former persona in WWE. We we uh, talked about that already. Which is uh, Isaac Ingham DDS and also the fake Diesel uh, Unabomber. Someone said the Unabomber. They went back to Smoky Mountain. Smoky Mountain. Days. How about that? Smoky Mountain. <laughs> the Unabomber. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, good stuff. So I haven't done this in a long time, but I used to do this uh, probably a few years ago. I had a couple of them, two or three of them. I had the segments called Stump the Host, and I'm going to bring that back. Uh, it's when the uh, – you, you, people can always feel free to uh, ask questions in the chat room and and, tri- and question uh, each other, uh, quiz each other, which they're doing right now on the live stream. Uh, but, yeah, I used to have just a, a segment – just dedicated to uh, questions, people asking me questions and uh, and me answering. I was think I was pretty good. I don't think you know. I may have got one or two wrong, but uh, I had a pretty, I had an A average. So that's uh, that's what we'll go with. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the next headline for tonight is uh, we'll talk about Royal Rumble uh, later uh later on. Uh but let's let's talk about Tory Wilson and, and Jonathan Coachman chiming on the XFL. Both of them uh have said that they are willing to return to the WWE uh to XFL Pro Football 
alliance with uh, Vince McMahon if they were axed. Uh, Tori Wilson talked about how she would be fine with cheerleading or refing. And uh, I guess uh, Coachman said uh, he, he more of a consultant role. Coachman also said that uh, he feels that uh, Vince McMahon could be purchasing the Carolina Panthers. Of course, Jerry Richardson uh, decided to sell the company amidst uh, sexual misconduct allegations. So does Vinnie Mac get the Carolina Panthers? Uh, recently, uh, they – uh, and and Coachman mentioned this uh, vaguely, but most recently, as of a few days ago, there were rumors that P. Diddy and Colin and Colin Kaepernick were going to partner up and and purchase the Calif- and California uh, Panthers, which uh, which would be very interesting. But uh, Coachman said that he doesn't feel that the, the Panthers owners will like that because uh, they are not old enough. <laughs> I think Richardson was like 81, 82, 83, somewhere around there. And, of course, Vince is 72. So uh, he's a billionaire, 72-year-old billionaire, so he falls right in that <laughs> elite class. Um, uh, Diddy's a multimillionaire. Colin Kaepernick's a multimillionaire. Uh, so they could, you know, put their heads together and their funds together to uh, to make it work. Uh, it would be interesting yeah, to see if they both – uh, own the Carolina Panthers, but uh, you know Vince McMahon. It's very clear that he's interested in football. It's very clear that the XFL may. Uh, it, uh, there was a trademark refiled in June. I've covered this story plenty of times on Wrestling Inc. But yeah, I think it's just one of those things that somehow in Vince's mind he feels that he can do it successfully a second time. Now it's been almost 17 years. And perhaps this one will go right. You know, you've you've kind of pondered over your mistakes for 17 years of your life to try it again. I'm I'm open to it. I mean, of course, uh, I always think like, man, you've made the mistake one more time. But when I inter- when I interviewed, he hated me last week. Rod Rod Smart, you know, he had a really good perspective towards it, and you know, he talked to Vince. So he was uh, the most popular person in an XFL. And he talked to Vince a bunch of times. He was, you know, Vince was his boss uh, during that time. So, you know, with his perspective, you know, I, I think, I think it, you know, still gives that opportunity, like it did with the XFL, like it did it with the XFL back in two thousand one. Those names who weren't as popular, you know, in the NFL, still had an opportunity to become popular in the XFL. You know. I doubt if Rod Smart would be, you know, a very, very popular name if he just was in the in the NFL the whole time. He was a walk-on free agent, undrafted free agent, you know, before he went into the XFL, uh, into the NFL. And then, you know, he got cut a couple times and, you know, did this thing in the XFL, became popular. Yeah. You know, people like him, people like Tommy Maddox, uh, you know, and I think, those names, kind of, uh, if it wasn't for the XFL, I don't think that their popularity would be nearly as big as it is now. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree with what you said. It, uh, we'll see who owns the Panthers. We'll just have to see if the XFL comes out. I know Tori Wilson mentioned if he's going to be a time with somebody, Tom, then now 
we have to see. You know, I, why not try it again? You know, Vince is a is a is a great businessman and a great mind, and you know, say at first you don't succeed, try again. You know, XFL yeah. didn't work back in the day for many different reasons. Why not? What's wrong with trying it again? And if it doesn't work, hey, yeah. at least you know for a fact. Absolutely. All right, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to one uh, trivia question, and I'll give you a commercial break to ponder over it. Diesel versus blank ended in a draw at the 1995 Royal Rumble. Diesel versus blank ended in a draw at the 1995 Royal Rumble. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be back after a quick commercial break. Again, Diesel versus Blank ended in a draw at the 1995 Royal Rumble. I'll give you some time to think about it because uh, it's one of the uh, one of the tougher trivia questions. Um, so you know, there you go. We'll be back. Pancakes and Power Slams, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio, featuring weekly interviews from WWE, NNXT, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, and NWA. Join us live every Tuesday at www.blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slams. That's www. BlogTalkRadio.com slash Pancakes and Power Slams. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And we got correct answers already. It was only a 40-second <laughs> commercial. <laughs> Bret Hart, ladies and gentlemen, we got some trivia aficionados. <laughs> On the deck tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, as a matter of fact, we've got another trivia question before we get to the Raw and SmackDown review and the uh, year-end awards. Here you go. Who won the Intercontinental Championship from Reza Ramon at Royal Rumble 95? Reza Ramon has a, uh, <laughs> he has a bad record of losing the Intercontinental title at Royal Rumbles. Who won the Intercontinental title from Reza Ramon at Royal Rumble 1995? All right, ladies and gentlemen, real quick, your Raw and SmackDown uh, thoughts. Uh, I discussed most of uh, the Raw on uh, with Dave Meltzer in the beginning of the show, so um, that's pretty much it for me as far as Raw. Uh, SmackDown was decent. It looks like they're going to do Owens and Styles again for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I would have preferred um, Styles and Zayn as a filler feud. Um, You know, because we've seen Styles and Owens. We've seen them so many times, so I'm not very much interested in that feud again, actually. So, other than that, it was a pretty um, you know, pretty, pretty normal Pretty decent. It wasn't uh, very extravagant for the last one of the year. Uh, New Day losing again, taking the fall again. Benjamin and Cable, uh, you know, winning the number one contendership for the 
uh, tag team championships. Um, I don't know. I, you know, sometimes the WWE has this mentality of if certain people lose, it really doesn't mean much. I think you can't really do. It. I mean, New Day's super over. I mean, that's 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 no doubt about that. But you just can't have them continue to lose like that. I'm just not a big fan of that idea. Um, when it, you know, since you're talking about SmackDown first, I agree. I would prefer to see Zayn against AJ, but they're gonna go with the name value of Owens and AJ, which I'm sure they'll always have good matches. Uh, I just think the Zane, you know, of course, needs a little rub and a little more push to get out there. Uh, clearly, you see, New Day safe. They, they, they're always going to be over. They're always going to be at least top five in merch. Uh, they're at the point now where they can lose another two, three weeks, and they're still going to give it pops. Uh, they, they need, you know, WWE's trying to push hard for Gable and, and, and Benjamin, Gable and Benji. So I guess that's why they have no one there to be the number one contenders. I don't see 12 days Usos losing their titles. I keep having keep on the mania. Uh, they're the biggest thing going on right now. But I, I do agree with you. I would prefer to see Zane uh, versus oh, um, versus on Zane, Zane versus AJ. But because in the name value, they're gonna play it safe. Because Rumble is one of the biggest shows. They're gonna keep it with almost against AJ. So I agree yeah. on that for SmackDown. Yep. Got some comments saying New Day needs to split. I totally disagree with that. I don't. I don't. Because here's the thing: if the New Day splits, I mean, New Day, each three of them are more over than they've ever been in WWE together. So if they split, they would have to be successful singles competitors, and none of them were uber successful. Now Kofi Kingston has a string of championships, but you can probably remember less than a handful of them. So uh, his resume looks very impressive, but. He wasn't, you know, he, he didn't really break any thresholds too much um, when he was uh, a singles competitor. You know, he won a bunch of mid-card championships, uh, won, a cha- won a tag team championship with uh, R-Truth and, and Evan Bourne, but never really, you know, broke the mold when it came to anything past mid-card. Of course, he had that, that run in Survivor Series. I think he... Um, was he eliminated? Uh, was it Orton and Punk uh, within seconds of each other? I think it was. Um, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was Orton and Punk. Uh, so yeah. Other than that, though, I mean that was probably the biggest time of his career. But other than that, it was just haven't been very good. So the the new day together has been fantastic. Um, record breaking, um, record breaking. T- you know, tag team champions. And I think they should go into the Hall of Fame as the New Day. So keep them together. <clears throat> you got Jeff Jarrett, uh, Tyler, Jeff Jarrett, Chris, Jeff Jarrett, Antoine, Jeff Jarrett, Mark. Uh, I'm sure there was a couple more. I'm sorry I missed it. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett is the correct answer. Ha <laughs> Good stuff. All right, I got some more trivia questions, but I'll save them for next week. I've got a kind of lingering 92 trivia question as well. I'll save that for next week as well. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, it is time. It is not Vader time. It is time for the Pancakes and Power Slam Show year-end awards. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm really excited about this. 
Here we go. Absolutely. Uh, of course, this is the first of the week. Uh, what was that? I was looking for the music from the Slammies. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be uh, copyrighted. <laughs> My music is stock music, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't want anybody calling. You know the rule. You know the rule. You got 15 seconds of save time, and that's it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. So here is the first category. The first category, let's your thoughts real quick. The comeback of the year. That is the first category of the Pancakes and Power Slams year-end awards. What is the comeback of the year? Let's start off with uh, Evan. Who was your thoughts before we get, uh, before I open the envelope and drum roll it? Who's your thoughts of uh, the comeback of the year? Comeback of the year for me. No, I'm always always the one that didn't have a uh, have an honorable mention. Coming of the year clearly would have to be the Hardys, forty pounds heavier. Mm. But we was there really? live. Uh, Hardy boys had to, in my opinion, to come back of the year. The, the, the crowd, we was there live, was just ecstatic. It just it, there, there's no other comeback this year. I know it was others that actually tops that. And then of course my honorable mention will be of course. Mr. Uh, Triple Eyes himself, Kurt uh, um, Angle, will be uh, my runner-up. But the Hardys, in my opinion, come back in the year 2017. Okay. You said Hardy Boys. All right, let's see. Who is? Uh, let's open up the envelope. Look at the drum roll. Hardy Boys, good job. Hardy Boys is the correct answer. Fantastic. Got a lot of That's people saying Hardy Boys. Well, I totally agree. Good job, Hardy Boys. Uh, great job. There you go. Next category. Most improved. Most improved. All right, Evan, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to blame this one, you for the stone. Most improved will have to be, and I cannot say the nickname, the big dog, Roman Reigns. Love him, I hate him. Uh, you you got to give Reigns his credit. Reigns has definitely improved from, if you go by WWE's timeline, timeline of years from, the Rumble 2017 to now, um, he's, he's the most improved in the ring, promos, mic work. Even the fans are starting to cheer a lot more than Boom. These uh, rings. And my, my runner up will be Cody Rhodes. Mm, good ones. I see Enzo Amore. I see Jinder Mahal, which is actually a really good one, actually. Yeah, All righty. Drum roll, please. Oh, no, he is, he is, he is not my buddy. He is a modern name, Russia. 
Naomi. Naomi is the oh. is the winner. Oh. That's when the fans voted. Congratulations. Next category. Biggest letdown. Biggest letdown is the next category. That's a really good one. Biggest letdown. Evan, what do you got? Biggest letdown. Who do you you say the biggest letdown is? Uh, The Royal Rumble match. A person, a group. Who is it? It was a match. The Royal Rumble match of 2017. That match Mm. was so hyped. Goldberg, Taker, Brock, Lesnar, Strowman, and that match, the actual match happened, and we just was just looking like, wow. Yeah. Randy Orton. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You know, I forgot, honestly, on that. And all we got was Undertaker and Goldberg, first ever standoff. We got Taker grabbing his throat, tickling his throat. And Goldberg tripping and spearing Undertaker. That's it. Like yeah. no no yeah. build up, no back and forth. I mean, I, but yeah, the Royal Rumble 2017. I have no runner ups. We see some bad stuff. This All right, year. we got the uh, the the live stream says. I see Mojo Rawley. I see uh, Dolph Ziggler. I see Brizongo. All right. Drum roll, please. The Shield. The Shield is the biggest letdown of 2017. You had such a exciting, hype, fun, just riveting comeback. So much intrigue. The crowd was just eating out of the palm of their hands. And you get back into Dean Ambrose not even wearing the vest. When they don't come out together and they go back into their singles. uh, Like he doesn't. You know, Ambrose and Rollins losing weeks of reforming the Shield. The Shield not even starting off because of uh, the the mumps of which he couldn't control. You got Kurt Angle, so you had a bunch of honorary Shield members, and when they get back together, they have. One good match against uh, the New Day, and then after that, just um, you know, <laughs> they're barely even together. It was just, it was absolutely terrible. Uh, very, very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. Uh, and now Dean is gone, as someone says here on the stream. Absolutely. Toys um, triceps. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, uh, very disappointing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the next category is. The most shocking moments. The most shocking moment. Evan, what do you got? Sorry, Gabby Frank for the stone. This is a tie. One, the sex tape. Uh, uh, Xavier Woods, Paige, and Brad Maddox. The most shocking. <laughs> Sadly, it's not even a match. Well, I, I think it would be shift. If I'm correct, yeah, we'll be sure. And uh, the uh, and the other thing I heard is that TNA Anthem Impact OWL crossed the line, survived through most of this year. 
Mm. That's the most shocking moment. That TNA survived. Looks like the unanimous unanimous choice from the live stream is The Undertaker losing to Roman Reigns. Oh, we saw uh, it. Which is a good one. Oh, it's shocking. Good one. But hey, I, I just knew that it was a good one. For us, we saw it. Yeah. Yeah, we saw it. Oh, that was a good choice, though. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, drum roll, please. Chris Jericho interrupting Kenny Omega at Power Struggle after 17 That's, you know what? years. That is a great one. That yes. is a great uh, one. I, after, did, I did not even think of it. After, after over 17 years, Chris Jericho left competing for the WWE, interrupted Kenny Omega at Power Struggle, and that turned the media, the wrestling media upside down, and it still is. Uh, so I think that that uh, absolutely is the most shocking moment of, of the year. And it's been very successful. Next category. Best baby face. Best baby face. Who was the best baby face of the year? 2017. Evan, who do you got? Okada. Vivas. Okay. Baby face. All right. But since fans won't get mad because I said this earlier, best baby face in WWE is AJ Styles for the whole year. Mm. Give it to AJ. Yeah, I know AJ was a heel of the mania, and then he's a face, but it, 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 there's no bigger baby face right now. Not not Reigns, not Captain Four Kids Cena. There's no bigger baby face right now in the industry, I have to say, that's so over as a baby face that it can't actually do no wrong but AJ Styles. This whole year. All right, live stream. I see a bunch of AJ Styles. I see Rusev. He's not considered a babyface technically. I do see Kenny Omega. Same with him. He's not considered a babyface technically. Good inputs, though. Good inputs. Who wins? Kazuchika Okada, ladies and gentlemen. The best baby face of the year. Kazuchika Okada, man, that guy is absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, he the is. John, the, the Gian Cena of, uh, of New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, but a much better no, wrestler. He, he, he's, um, not, he's not the John Cena. He's, he has more than five moves. That's true, as far as popularity is concerned. But uh, he. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He can he can run circles. Yeah. 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 Someone says, "Who's that?" Must be NXT. Oh. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My guy, my guy Antoine uh, Broughton. Your Kevin as well, Broughton. Your. your your wrestling uh, viewing outside Please of WWE, you're yeah. missing a whole lot. Your wrestling prowess. <laughs> Please do. Uh, watch Okada. Do you yes. know, home with Please do. My body in it before the new year. Watch Okada, aka the yes. versus Omega. Watch those three matches. Watch type in New Japan. Absolutely. As life the wrestling uh, besides the E. 
Yeah, they wrestled three times this year. Yeah. All right. All right. So what is the next category, ladies and gentlemen? We have best heel. Best heel. Um, yes, uh, like Evan was saying, please uh, watch Kazuchika Okada over the past few years. Um Yes, Antoine, you're correct on that. He was the he was the person who was ranked number one in the uh, PWI uh, top 500. That is correct. So you do know your stuff. You do know your stuff. Good job. Proud of you, buddy. All right, real quick, Evan. Who you got best heel? We we just heard Jason Jordan unintentionally. No, I'm just joking. The Miz. The Miz is the best heel of 2017. I was going to say Maharaja, but no. The, the Miz is the best heel this year. He's the only one that WWE did consistently with a heel. Uh, his promo work is great. Nobody likes him. No one cheers for him. You got a lot of heels that are heels, but people cheer them. Rusev or other people that are just over. Usos, they're heels, but they're over. But it got to be the Miz. Mike Mazarian. All right. All right, live stream says Kevin Owens, Jinder Mahal, Cody Rhodes is also another one I see here. Who wins? Here we go. Dummies. Good job. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, that was determined uh, before Rolling Stone uh, had their uh, best heel. Um and uh, yeah, and that pretty much uh, Rollstone pretty much confirmed it because uh, yeah, uh, Miz is the the best heel man. Just a really consistent uh, heel. Uh, yeah. You know, he's one of the people who 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 still understands the art of getting jeered, which uh, you know is is so important still in WWE. I don't I don't think you now people always talk about this black and white stuff. Uh, I, I think that just uh, and again. Uh, I was part of a Q&A at WrestleMania with Sting, Flair, and JR, and I asked that question, and Sting answered it just amazingly. He was telling me as far as, um, <clears throat> you know, it's how important it is, because I always think it's important. I asked the question, and, and, and Sting agrees. Uh, you know, he talks about how just a good heel makes a good baby face, and that's what it's all about. He talks about how, you know, he when he feuded with Rude, he, Rude, Rick Rude was such a really good baby face that it made him better. I mean, Rick Rude was such a good heel that it made him an even better baby face. So if you have all these tweeners, you can't be a better tweener if you're going against a tweener. So, you know, that's the, the, the heel baby face element is still so important to get people over in the uh, in the in pro wrestling, not, not even WWE, but pro wrestling period. All right, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, here's the next category, best promo. Best promo is the next category on deck. Evan, who has the best promo of 2017? Tyler you will not believe it, and I cannot believe him. I'm going to say this out my mouth. I'm not the biggest fan of him. By default, a lot of people would say the Festival of Friendship. But the best promo, and he said, only about five or six words is Roman Reigns at the Mania after Raw. He stood in that ring, he soaked in all of the bulls, and he said just one statement. 
and that was it. When it's he said this yard, is no, my no. yard now, now. <laughs> and that is it. And I'm not, since Featherstone knows he's been to media before. We'll get media again this year. If anyone knows I'm not a ring fan. I don't hate rings. But that is by far the best promo in all of wrestling, okay. in my opinion, this so year. Who's the best promo cutter of 2017? Are oh, they actually first promo cutter? Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm just thinking now. Give, give it to give it Jericho. Give it to okay. Jericho. Did the whole right. the list? Yeah, Jericho, the best of 2017. Oh, I'm sorry. Him and uh, Hardy. Uh, 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 <laughs> what was the, you know, I can't say it because because the, the, the whole uh, Broken and Hardy was 2016. But uh, I give it to yeah. Jericho, the list. It's still the best. I'm saying Miz. I'm saying Enzo. All right, let's see who wins. Dummy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, Elijah, uh, gentlemen. How could you know what? How, you know what? I apologize, fans. How could I forget? He was on my third. Yeah, that's that's up there. Dummy, yeah, Elijah. Uh, <laughs> Elijah, I, I absolutely. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. Too. All right, here we go. Tag Team of the Year is the next category. Tag Team of the Year. All right, Evan, who do you think the Tag Team of the Year is? Fans out of Claire that's watching on the live or listening, live or archive. If you say, to, if you say out your mouth in New Day, you will get a direct buzz from us. Tag Team of the Year, by far, <laughs> is the Usos. It's so funny because as soon as you said that, somebody, somebody put New Day on there. <laughs> <laughs> you get a, you like get right a buzz, bro. Come on now, tag team of the year. <laughs> this is not 2015. Come on now, by, by far the Usos. <laughs> Twelve days. Uh, they they feed with with the new day, the new thug, help them thuggers some whatever they are thuggers Usos. The, the theme music Uso. I, I have I have buddies that don't even watch wrestling to this day. Start watching it and goes around random yelling the Uso penitentiary. It's, it's, and the fans are cheering them And they're, they're healed So it's the Usos 12 days I still can't tell them apart uh, I see New Day I see Usos I see The Bar Which is a good one I see The Shield Well, well, well come on now see. The, the Bar will be second one. This ain't Paranoia it's the Usos. Twelve days, Uso Penitentiary, day one ish. Yeah, <laughs> we was uh, yeah, we, we were we were we were, we were live at of the champions on the floor, and if you saw them kids and everyone literally, when the Usos came out, did their promo, and even when they won, if I was an outside fan, I would have thought they were faces, but yet they were heels, and everyone was up yeah. cheering for them. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. A few more left. Pay-per-view of the year. Pay-per-view of the year. What do you say, Evan? Roadblock. I was joking. Uh, 
pay per view of the year. <laughs> I know the I know the fans are getting on me. Uh pay per view of the year easily. Amazing. 
the other two was incredible as well. The third one was really cool too because the story of the year was can uh, Omega hit the one-winged angel? And on the third match, he did, and uh, he won. So it was it was really really great. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. This is the final category of the evening. What a fantastic! What a fantastic award show. Pancakes and Power Slams Year Awards. This was absolutely fun. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much to the Wrestling Rumors live stream, to Twitter. This is fantastic. I couldn't have a better uh, episode 300. Dave Meltzer uh, was uh, in the the vicinity. It was absolutely incredible. Thank you so much, everyone. All right. Here we go. The superstar of the year, ladies and gentlemen. This is the grand prize. Who is the superstar of the year? Evan, this is the big one. We got Big Cass. I'm joking. Um, runner, runner, runner up, runner up for, uh, will be Kenny Omega. But easily, she will start a year from January to now. It is strong. Man. Yeah, the monster among men. I'm not finished with you. Uh, th- I'm I'm finished the man with you. The man, the man that thrown cheese at people's heads and now some popular guests on social media that everyone's using. Uh, that's even probably gonna be on <laughs> WWE 19 for the new spot. Uh, the man's been great. The WWE's pushing him to the limit. He's defeated just about everyone. Uh, Superstar again. No one has had a bigger, stronger push than Strowman. Hmm. All right, so I see Roman Reigns. I see John Cena. John. Oh my Cena. God! <laughs> I see Braun Strowman. I see Alexa Bliss, Cody Rhodes, AJ Styles, The Usos. Good choices. Good choices. Here we go. This is the grand prize, ladies and gentlemen. Who is the superstar of the year? Here we go. The envelope. Here we go. Kazuchko Kata. Yes. The superstar of the year. Just like PWI would say the same. Uh, absolutely. Pancakes and power slams. He is the superstar of the year, hands down, because of Kazuchika Okada, along with people like Kenny Omega and the Bullet Club, or Bullet Club, I should say. Cody, uh, New Japan, has been the uh, hottest uh, promotion uh, in 2017. Uh, ROH has uh, still been up there as well. Uh, Impact is struggling, unfortunately, uh, and I definitely think that... um, you know, hopefully uh, there can be a rebound. Hopefully so. Um, but we'll see. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, 300 episodes in the books. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so honored. I'm so I'm so grateful. I'm so uh, humbled uh, at such amazing journey. I was actually talking to <laughs> a buddy of mine who was. Uh, 
the original co-host of the Pancake Power Slam show, Derek, for those who followed the show since day one-ish. Um, <laughs> the, uh, Derek, I uh, stuck on a day, and, uh, you know, we were just talking about some amazing uh, stories and journeys as far as uh, before I had <laughs> before I had the Pancake the Power Slam show studio. Um, it was the vision that I had. And I uh, wanted to make it happen. I wanted to make it work. So in April 2012, I said, I don't know anything about podcasting. Uh, I listen to podcasts. Uh, I know how to write. <laughs> I am a, I'm a very good writer. Uh, and uh, I was like, you know what? I want to step into the room of podcasting. I have so much to share. I have so much knowledge about professional wrestling. What do I do? So April 2012, I just started. <laughs> I just did it. Uh, I didn't even have any equipment at the time. Uh, as uh, more uh, viewers listening, as more downloads, um, sort of get more support. Uh, which you know, uh, we, we people know about the business of podcasting that draws into revenue. Um, you know, start to upgrade things, and um, yeah, I mean, but before then, <laughs> there are so many. I'll probably share that, you know, share stories in the sixth year anniversary coming up in April. But, uh, you know, I'll share probably one. There was just, I'll share this before, probably in years ago. But uh, there was one time years ago, probably within the first year, five years ago, um, <laughs> there was a time where my internet was down and it wasn't working. And I went to, I mean, I was so adamant about it. I was so adamant about, you know, having a show every single week, even if I wasn't available, having a replacement. Yes. Yeah. You know, this show has to occur every single week for 300 right. weeks. Not, I've not missed a single week in 300 weeks. Praise God. And so one, one of the weeks, uh, I was struggling to get into that. My, I live in a house now at the apartment at the time. And uh, so I drove down to Tim Horton down the street and, uh, <laughs> and pulled on their Wi-Fi was I literally had my show in the parking lot of Tim Horton. No shame here. You know, everybody comes from humble beginnings. And some people are, uh, you know, are too shameful too proud to tell them. I'm going to tell them mine. I've, you know, the shows came a long way. Uh, drove over to a Tim Hortons parking lot. So I'm, I'm at Tim Hortons, 11, 11.30 at night. And, I mean, it was cold. It was in the winter, too. So it was like 20, 30 degrees. In my car. Setting up shop in my car. Pulling off of Tim Hortons Wi-Fi. Having the show. And uh, I guess they were, they were closed, uh, and, and I guess they called the police, right? Because that was like one of the only cars, other than the cars they recognized that were that was sitting out. The and they <laughs> they called the police. All of a sudden, during my show, <laughs> during my show, it's still, it's still the archive. You can still watch it. But you can still listen to it. I, I didn't delete it. Part of the term. It's still one of my archives. I can. Check, check probably one of the first 50 shows or whatever. Um, yeah. So all of a sudden, during my podcast, live, I get a knock on my window from the media. 
yeah, I mean, they, you know, they, they weren't they weren't mean or anything. They're like, you know, we got a call that they saw, you know, on your car, and I immediately, hey, okay, so thanks for uh, thanks for today, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> you know, goodbye. And, uh, <laughs> oh, it was just so uh, so funny. Dedication. Uh, but yeah, man, that's 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 a part of the journey. I mean, we're at 300 episodes, up and running, uh, ranked one of the best podcasts of 2017 by Player FM. So uh, I'm just I'm just humbled, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm I'm so uh, I'm, uh, I'm so thankful, each and every one of you. Over a hundred wrestling guests on this show. Dave Meltzer. Legendary Dave Meltzer on the show today. WWE Hall of Famers, uh, Impact Wrestling talent, NXT talent. Uh, this show has given me opportunities to write for Fox Sports, for Sports, Sports, Sports Illustrated, and um, of course my home's over here. Wrestling Rumors, Wrestling News. I've for plenty of other websites. <clears throat> I'm write for the Inquisitors too. This, I'm just, I'm so thankful for you all, and your support is absolutely incredible. So, I want to thank you, Evan, as well for uh, for seeing my vision, for seeing the progress and the success of my show, and, uh, and, and humbly wanting to, to write a book. You've been uh, such a addition to this show uh, for a long time. Uh, I was looking for co-hosts every week <laughs> to be on the show. Probably get some good co-hosts. I would get some. I'll get some wrestlers. I'll get some really, uh, uh, really notable uh, sports and media sports and media journalists, promoters. Um, but uh, that became a struggle to try to find a host and uh, a wrestling host right. and a wrestling guest and a co-host every week. It just got so <laughs> it got so fun. Yeah. And Evan stepped in and uh, said, "Man, I'll do it. I'm with you every week." So. Thankful man, I really enjoyed. No problem. Man. Got a comment here. My first episode, really here. I enjoyed the show. Thank you so much. Uh, that's awesome. Congrats to you on your show. Um, oh yeah, my shout outs real quick. Uh, Bobby Fulton, thank uh, you yes. as well. Uh, also, Bill Ather. Um, so thank you uh, for all the shout outs. There's more. Those are the three ones that I can. All right, subscribe to the podcast. We've got some people asking that. Um, uh, Mark, I just told uh, as far as I'll post my content, Wrestling Inc., Wrestling Rumors, and uh, The Inquisitor. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. You can definitely subscribe on iTunes. Of course, again, follow at Chris Prolific and at Brave Wrestling. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. 300 episodes. Until an next week for 301. Yeah, I'm so blessed. I'm so honored. Thank you so much for all your support. God bless you all. Thank you, guys. Happy New Year, everyone. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. God bless you all. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.